Welcome to a more complete clean with Abmore. These masterclass podcast series are here to train and to provide you with quick tips for the cleaning industry. We welcome your suggestions. Please send your inquiries to marketingteam at abmore.com. Enjoy our podcast with Mike Watt, our Director of Training and New Product Development. Hey, hello folks. Hey, here we are all set for actually what's turning out to be a very impressive and comprehensive list of podcasts you know, dedicated specifically to the cleaning industry. And this is our latest. And I, I realize that statement is somewhat biased, but hey, I'm hosting these things. Um, we hope you're finding value in our discussions and uh, welcome back to another event. Uh, again, so great to have you here. Okay, so what's trending in our industry? That's actually the discussion. We are going to split up this conversation uh, for this discussion. And um, so we're going to do a, a part one and a part two. It's an interesting question that uh, came up uh, during a conversation of a former colleague of mine who left the industry some time ago, uh, you know, in terms of what's trending. Bet disinfectants are the biggest thing ever, he asked. You know, that's, that's a fair question indeed. But actually, if you are a manufacturer or a distributor who is being impacted by the manufacturer, the number one trending feature is the continued supply chain disruptions. You know, a significant demand on disinfectants and hand sanitizers, etc., is still impacting our world. However, it's the shortage of essential packaging material, some raw chemicals, those are the ingredients that go into the blend, um, and as part of the manufacturing process, you know, uh, solvents, etc., you know, continues to create massive headaches for all stakeholders in the industry, really up and down the chain. Some of what has happened, you know, stemming back to the storm in Texas, to other natural disasters of recent months, is adversely affecting the availability of uh, raw materials, as I mentioned, plastics, and essentially all aspects of a normal production. You know, some distributors are having to rationalize out on customers' orders and back orders. They didn't have a back order of a back order of a back order, if you get where I'm going, uh, really to ensure that the customers can still get something, even if it's breadcrumbs, you know, compared to the loaves of bread they're usually getting, you know, to kind of borrow off of a baking analogy. You know, facility managers should keep an eye on what they're using, plan ahead as much as possible, and be open to alternative options if their regular choice is unavailable. I appreciate I've just overstated the obvious here, but nonetheless true. And I think facility managers really have to keep uh, their options open and who they're really talking to in terms of you know, what if scenarios and, and how are you going to manage that. The second thing on this list, of course, would be businesses reopening and the endeavor to mitigate outbreaks and risks for those people who are, who are going back to work. You know, as businesses continue to reopen in some fashion, um, you know, and, and we see a reopening in stages, you know, throughout the year, uh, you know, these same facility managers really need to have a well-developed communication strategy to all of the building stakeholders, those who patronize their buildings. Additionally, a plan which includes, you know, we'll call it conditional steps, and also be strategically flexible you know, based on the variables encountered and experienced as, as the reoccupying of the buildings continues. 
and what some of those are there, you know, that, that is, it's an unknown. It's, it's all, you know, being flexibly uh, or, you know, having the flexibility based on these variables that may come up that you can't even anticipate, you know, at, at the moment. So it's a real challenging time. You know, some thoughts for consideration would include, you know, improving ventilation and indoor air quality, you know, uh, doing an analysis of the current HVAC systems, you know, how's it working? Hey, also embrace some of the great information that's coming out of the HVAC industry with things like 40 to 60% relative humidity is the optimum level for, you know, combating uh, COVID-19. Uh, and I appreciate that's a higher relative humidity level. So there's a cause and effect of doing that. But if we're providing health and safety, uh, healthy and, and safer spaces, those things all have to be considered. What is the domino effect of increasing the relative humidity in a building? You know, also consider other ways to improve indoor air quality. You know, this would be from installing commercial air purifiers. Also something as simple as embracing GreenGuard Gold certified cleaning products uh, to mitigate VOCs and provide healthier spaces for all of the building stakeholders. GreenGuard Gold isn't limited to cleaning supplies. Uh, you can get desks and furnitures now, which are GreenGuard Gold certified. So look for that as well, too. It has a tremendous impact on the indoor air quality. In moving to the bathrooms, the restrooms, you know, look at, you know, if you haven't already done it, automate, automated systems that, you know, can flush a toilet or a urinal, uh, can dispense soap, uh, you know, just under... Uh, you know, the, somebody's hand uh, sensors requesting soap. Paper towels have been around a long time now where you have hands-free, um, you know, opportunities to get paper towels. And, and, you know, all of these things will improve good, you know, good hand hygiene practices and, and really reduce the amount of, of high-touch surfaces that people, you know, may come in contact with. Uh, also, to think about, you know, how are people going to get out of the bathroom without really touching the door handle. There are automatic systems and then also manual devices where people can use their foot or you know, another part of their body to, uh, to get out without um, you know, soiling their hands again and then potentially being infectious. You know, um, the other aspect we're looking at, you know, as we kind of discuss what's trending is really, it's getting back to best practices. You know, we're, we're cleaning for health through proper cleaning and maintenance. You know, one thing that's become apparent during the last year was the importance of proper cleaning. Um, and I say this is trending because this is gonna drive the way that we you know, provide clean and healthy spaces from a cleaning perspective in ways that we've not seen uh, yet. You know, Just think about buildings becoming more and more occupied and the demand from those stakeholders who use the building and accountability, you know, thereof, you know, as we became aware of coronavirus and adapted to new, call them Health Canada or even maybe provincial guidelines, as well as GBAC's introduction into our world, you know, and GBAC is just that global bio-risk advisory committee, you know, so there's really good science and knowledge uh, coming into our industry as well. You know, these, the custodial teams began providing much better surface disinfection and, and also frequencies looking outside of the healthcare settings or for building service contractors with specialized teams. Many custodial teams were unprepared for dealing with you know a virus outbreak. And 
unfortunately, this has caused a lot of, we'll call it indiscriminate disinfecting, uh, which can eventually cause biofilm to build up, the potential for disinfectant-resistant bacteria and viruses. You know, it's not a new trend, but it's something we've been talking about for a long time and is now appropriate to be added into this discussion because it could become a new trend. You know, two words for you to remember are MRSA and VRE. And just remember, those superbugs did not exist before we created them. And you heard that right. So the whole point on indiscriminate disinfecting, we have to get back to best practices and natural principles happen regardless. So we need to be cleaning in a manner that is based on correct principles, not you know, what I what I think is is the right thing to do. In God we trust everyone else bring data, follow the science here. The best way to combat this really is with a, a, a renewed focus on cleaning for health. That's that's critical. We're not just cleaning, but we're cleaning for health. Uh, as well as you know, training that reinforces these best practices when it comes to cleaning and disinfecting. Anyone who is cleaning really needs to become familiar, uh, to become familiar rather with the labels. Most accreditation, let's, let's you know, call that a DIN, a drug identification number, say on a disinfectant. So that accreditation is based on the label information from the manufacturer. So, so there's a virtual roadmap of all the information required really to be gleaned off of this manufacturer's label. You know, uh, as we think about other aspects surrounding, you know, sort of the getting back to best practices, you know, we use, um, you know, third-party um, Ecologo certified products. So we talked about GreenGuard Gold certified, uh, certifications in there. Um, you know, these products really reduce the VOCs in the air. Keep on top of the script, uh, the benchmark, the set of specifications, if you will. And these are expressed generally as daily interim and restorative cleaning procedures which remove dirt, dust, and allergens. Also, there's a P that needs to be added into there that's preventative. And when we think about something that's preventative, it's say, have a really robust spotting program for carpets as an example, so that you can get rid of spots on a daily basis so that you don't have to get into doing restorative maintenance as frequent. So that would be, again, just an example of what sort of pre preventative is. So be on the lookout for that and, you know, fold that into your uh, into your cleaning regimen and expectations. Promote good health hygiene practices. We can't overstate that enough. Uh, improve your indoor air quality by using the right entrance matting. Yes, entrance matting and routinely clean it. And then use disinfectants appropriately. And, and which is really to say use them as needed, as where you know uh, applicable. But please remember that C precedes D so always clean first and and then disinfect. Okay, so this is going to bring us up to the end of uh, part one of this two-part series uh, about you know trending items in our industry. So we'll pick up the discussion on our next podcast. Until then, please allow me to wish you a great day. Uh, be safe out there. And hey, we'll talk with you again real soon. All the best. Stay tuned for our next Masterclass podcast series for a more complete clean with Abmore. Be sure to subscribe to our social media channels for the latest updates and training videos on YouTube.